All right, well, greetings and praise the Lord. Everybody, God bless you, all of our listeners. Uh, to those that are here in the U.S. and those that are around the world, we greet you in the name of Jesus. And uh, we are coming to you um, here at Reset Forever Ministries podcast. This is Dr. Valerie Simpson. Praise the Lord, I'm Elder Daniel Simpson. And we are coming with the Sunday School lesson for Sunday, December 19th. Uh, the year of 2021, and this is lesson number three from the winter quarter. This week's lesson is entitled A Mission from Birth, and it is the Christmas lesson, A Mission from Birth. We're found in the book of uh, Luke chapter number 20, I'm sorry, chapter number two, verse number 25 through verse 35, and then it will also be picked up again at St. John chapter 12 and verse 23 through 26. Well, we have a lot to say about the Christmas story, but this week we're talking about the mission from birth. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and give the lesson over into the hands of our instructor for today, Elder Daniel Simpson. All right, it is in your hands. God bless you, Elder. Dr. Simpson, let's start off with a word of prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for this day you have made. Lord. We're going to rejoice in it and be exceedingly glad for the things you have done for us, the church, even the world, the human family, where you sent your son to purchase our salvation by going to the cross. That was his mission, his passion. And in this lesson, we will see your faithfulness into one of your servants, Simeon. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we do have a lot uh, a lot to say about this lesson. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know, scripture reference, but it's a good lesson, though, I think. Yeah, it's another angle um, where uh, we see God um, fulfilling desire. Uh, so many things that have been heard. And uh, we'll see that in the lesson. So I'm ready to go with you. We also see God's faithfulness to our main character in this lesson, mm-hmm. who is Simeon. Yeah. And how he was devoted and he was faithful. And God was faithful also. Amen. And it reads like this. Okay. In verse 25. Okay. And behold, there were a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. There was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. Okay. And the same man was just and devoted. Devout. So that's a testimony he has of Simeon. His character. Mm-hmm. He was just, which means he was a righteous man. Right. And a man of integrity. Oh, this is God's testimony of, of Simeon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like he had a testimony of Job. And, mm-hmm. and he had a testimony of also Cornelius. That Cornelius was He was devout. devout. Without the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was a uh, he was an Israelite. He was he was uh, I think Roman. they were Italian. Right? Yes, he was a Roman soldier. He was, okay. and we know what devout means. Devout means he was sincere. Yeah, so that 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 goes a long way. I mean, you know, that is something that you can't talk about too much. You don't hear enough of sincerity. Not sincere. Yeah, I mean sincerity toward God and toward God's word. Yes. And and it 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 also brings in the word pure, pureness. So yeah. All right. So good. And one thing I like about this also, Doctor Simpson, is if you are just and if you are devout, mm-hmm. God will show you things. Yeah. 
He will give you revelation. Yeah. That's the thing that we have to understand, that God, he, he wants to have fellowship with us. We just have to put ourselves in a position, you know, to I want think, to communicate with him. I think God really rejoiced and happy when we choose him over this world. Yeah, you know, definitely. being in human flesh, we have all these worldly desires, but we still have to follow it. Right. And, you know, he's considered you just. Well, when you're devoted to God, you know, it, 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 it's a priority. It's a thing about priorities. And having self-discipline over distractions. Right. And other pleasures that may not necessarily be sins, but they're just distractions when you could be spending time with God. Because he's always wanting to... He's always wanted in fellowship and give us revelation. Amen. Okay. Right. He waited for the consolation of Israel. Okay. And we know that consolation means to console. To console, to comfort, to rescue, to help. Mm-hmm. He was waiting for Israel deliverance. And, and they needed it. Um, they had been through all those other empires, right? They had had all of those other um governments over them and now they were under this Roman government and um, they wanted to they were his people called by his name they had been given promises of a land and they were being ruled over and judged so the consolation Simeon he wanted to see you know he wanted to see what this prophecy he wanted to see it come and pass in his day and we know consolation as we study the scriptures, especially the Old Testament scriptures, mm-hmm. God gave a lot of the prophets mm-hmm. consolations right. or a word concerning Israel in certain times in their history. Mm-hmm. And Simeon, mm-hmm. name which, which means to hear, okay. he was looking for this consolation. And Dr. Simpson, I picked up one prophecy in Zechariah, I will read it. Okay. That was a kind of a consolation. Mm-hmm. And there's many other ones in the prophetic written of the Old Testament scriptures. Mm-hmm. But this is one I picked because I thought it would be, you know, pretty good for this lesson. Okay. So you're in the book of Zechariah for our, uh, those that are taking notes. In Zechariah. Chapter 6. Ch- chapter 6 of Zechariah. Verse 11, 12, and 13. And I'll read it. Okay. Chapter 6, verses 11, 12, and 13. It right. said, Take silver and gold mm-hmm. and make crowns. Okay. Set them, set them upon the head of Joshua, the son of... Joseph Jesedek, the high priest. Mm-hmm. So Joshua's the high priest. Mm-hmm. Verse 12. And speak unto him, saying, Thus speak the Lord of hosts, saying, Behold, the man who is the branch, and he shall grow up out of his place, and he shall build a temple of the Lord. Mm-hmm. 13. Even he shall build the temple of the Lord. And he shall bear the glory. And shall sit and rule upon his throne. Mm-hmm. And he shall be a priest unto his house. And the council of peace shall be between them both. So he's called the branch. Yes, and we know that's Christ mm-hmm. in Old Testament scripture. Mm-hmm. And we know Christ is our high priest. Mm-hmm. And we know the body of Christ, the church, is his temple. That's where his glory resides. Right. So that is one of the consolations of Israel. And that's the one I wanted to pick to kind of help to help this lesson out here. That Christ has a mission 
and his mission after his death was mm -hmm. to send us the Holy Ghost, which would be our comforter, okay. our consolation. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at a reference to that. It's in the same book, Zechariah chapter number 9. And verse number 9 says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Yes. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt of a fowl. And so this is talking about branch. So it's definitely referring to Jesus. Look how clearly... You know, we know that uh, Isaiah is eagle eye prophet, but look how clearly Zechariah speaks of it. Awesome, yes. Mm -hmm. And that is consolation. Your king is coming to you. I can see him coming. He, matter of fact, he's not just coming, but he's riding upon an ass. He's riding on the colt of a fowl. You know, they're giving great definition. And I think that the um, clarity of the scripture, the clarity of, yes. the scripture is, of the scripture is infallible. Um, you know, the prophets were different in those days. You know, they didn't come with words of, you know, just go ahead and shout because the Lord's getting ready to bring you out or the Lord is about to move that thing or that door is about to open. God is about to elevate you. They, they, they came to them with the prophecy that, you know, there was going to be judgment. There was going to be a time of suffering. There was going to be time of punishment. But after they would give that word, then they would come right back and say, but... The day of the Lord shall be like unto this. Or they would say something like what Zechariah just said. Put crowns on his head. Or, or your king is coming unto you. And, and so these are the things that he had an ear to hear. That's what his name meant, right? Simeon? It meant hear. So he had been reading it and hearing it. It was resonating in his spirit. And so because of that resonation, he wanted to see it. And he, I obviously had that conversation with God. I want to see it in my day. Yes. So we can finish up in verse 25 of the lesson. And the Holy Ghost was yes. upon him. Mm -hmm. And we know what the Holy Ghost is. It is comforter. It's the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of God is the comforter that mm -hmm. Jesus promised mm -hmm. that it will come to the church. And that's right. the church consolation. Mm -hmm. The Lord is that spirit. Yes. The spirit of the Lord is. That's our consolation. There is liberty. Mm -hmm. That we will receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And it will rest upon us. And Jesus said it will be our helper. I will send you another helper. So I'm going away to the Father. Mm -hmm. And he shall lead you and guide you into all truth. Yeah, that's good. That's in John chapter 8. Yeah. Yes. And he will, you know, he's going to reprove the world. You know, various things. I see how he's going to reprove them. He's going to straighten them out. He's going to, I'm going to point you on the right direction. You're going to be, when you get off, I'm going to straighten you out. Um, and prove them of judgment. But this is just so much, you know, we could you know, yes. get caught up. I don't want to get caught up. But, um, no, we can get caught up because the first 26 of the lesson mm -hmm. talked about the Holy Ghost in the a little bit more and say, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Ghost is doing a <laughs> So work. you know what? The Holy Ghost hadn't even fallen. The day of Pentecost hadn't even come. Matter of fact, this was talk this was the birth, right? This was uh in that eight day period, right? Yes. Of uh when the son come when a child is born, the eight day they a son would be he would be circumcised. And so he was in that period. So he was in that period, but the Holy Ghost revealed this to Simeon. To Simeon, and Jesus hadn't even brought the New Testament, you know, into fruit. He hadn't even brought it in yet. We're still under the law in this lesson because the New Testament 
comes in with the death of the testator. He's just right. being born. But I'm just amazed that the Holy Ghost is talking. The Holy Ghost is doing the work. Yeah. And it says that he should not see death before he has seen the Lord Christ. See, and that's something God gave to him. Yes. He gave him that promise. He gave him that consolation. That was a consolation to hear that. Yes. You're going to see him for yourself. You're going to behold him with your eyes. What you've been reading you about go. in the Old Testament mm-hmm. scriptures, you're going to mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Before you leave here. Mm, mm. You know, I'm thinking about um, Luke. When um, Jesus descended into, you know, the lower parts of the earth. And he declared, or even before that, and he declared to the people. He said, I'm the one, you know, that the prophets have written about. I am he. And so he was able to look upon him and see this one that was going to do all these great things. So all these miracles, signs, and wonders, and deliver Israel. Deliver Israel first spiritually. Why do people find it so hard to believe that God would communicate with you? Is it just a level of faith or expectation? Or, you know, they'll mock you. People will mock you if you say God is, is revealing things to me from his word or, you know, in prayer or in fellowship. It's just a joke to some people. But if, but, uh, if you are devout, like you said, mm-hmm. and just, mm-hmm. then God will give you revelation. Yeah, revelation word. knowledge. That's the, the word. Ephesians, revelation knowledge. Absolutely. Amen. So verse 27 of Blessed. Mm-hmm. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. Okay. By the Spirit. He's being led. The Holy Ghost is showing wow. him. You tell this me. This is the child. <laughs> and when the parents brought in the child, to do for him after the custom of the law. Okay, that was the circumcision, right? That's what you was talking about, Doctor Simpson. It's in, it's in Luke. Um, okay, it's in Luke chapter two. Okay. And verse twenty-two to first twenty-four. I will read it it's just above. Yeah, this. go ahead because it's just before the lesson starts. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it said they brought him to Jerusalem. Talking mm-hmm. about his parents, they brought Christ into Jerusalem right, right. from Bethlehem. Okay. where he was born. Yep. Now they bring him to, Ju- to Jerusalem mm-hmm. uh, to present him to the Lord. Mm-hmm. As it is written in the law of Moses, every male that opened the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of Moses, mm-hmm. a pair of turtle dove and two young pigeons. Okay. So they was in Jerusalem to satisfy that custom of the law. Yeah. And, and to bring an offering. Yes, the offering was the turtle doves and the, and the two young pigeons. Mm-hmm. And while they're there, mm-hmm. like you say, Dr. Simpson, after the eighth day, mm-hmm. is circumcision, and they're presenting baby Christ mm-hmm. to the high priest according to the custom of our Moses right. to pre- present him holy. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit brings Simeon in there. And he gets to see I love this. the Savior. I love this. You know, he's like, come on now. You've been asking for this before you go to your graves where you're fa- with your fathers, before you take your rest from this world. Let me let you, let me le- allow you to lay eyes upon the consolation of Israel, mm-hmm. the Christ. Yes. The promise. And we know the consolation we use for Israel was in Zechariah mm-hmm. chapter 6. And it, like you say, Dr. Simpson, there's mm-hmm. lots of prophecies you can oh, go yeah. in and it talks about the consolation oh, yeah. of Israel. But I want to use that one because 
put a little glory in there mm-hmm. and put Christ's crown of, mm-hmm. of gold and silver crowns and he's, you know, oh, yeah, the building, glory. He's building a temple of the yeah, Lord. and bestowing upon oh. him glory. Um, I like uh, the one that's in the end of uh, Malachi, mm-hmm. chapter number four, verse yeah. number two said, The Son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Yes. That was consolation. But he, you know, if you look at the first chapter part of Malachi, he's he's judging them. He said, You you turned your backs on me, you said evil things against me. So he's the prophet is actually rebuking and reproving them, but look how he ends. But the son of righteousness. Consolations, yes. These are consolations. I mean, we have the, the typical scripture for Christmas. That's a consolation. Yes. Unto us, a child is born, and unto us, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. So these are many consolations that he gives, and it's as if he reproved you, and then he comes in and lets you know, but hey, guess what? It's going to end up all right. For those who are devout. If you're devout. And just. And just. Amen. Only the pure in heart. We'll see the Lord. All right. Amen. So verse 28 of the lesson said, Then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said. Oh my God. This is a touching scene. Thou let it. Thou thy servant, servant depart in peace. Depart in peace according to that. He's ready. Mm. I mean, he's taken, he's seen the Lord. He's embraced him. And then he looks up and say, mm, Bless yeah, I'm, I, you know what? I can, I'm ready to go. I'm, I can leave here with this. I'm content with everything that I've seen and heard. This, this closes out my life's chapter in this realm. And one thing also, Dr. Simpson, is... Simeon, mm-hmm. when Christ got up off the grave, Simeon was getting up out with him. So can you imagine Simeon? Mm-hmm. He goes sleep with his father. He goes to Fathers, Abraham Buffalo yep, in their graves. Yep, that means bury them among the graves of their fathers. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when he goes, Sepulchers. but when he goes to the underworld where where the where, where mm-hmm. the, the Old Testament saints are, yeah, on that great golf, yes. on the right side of that. Great he gets golf. to tell them. The consolation. I'm the one. I have seen the consolation born. When he, because you know, and that's something that's huge. You have to really. Uh, we don't see the underworld. We don't see the spiritual realm, but we walk by faith and we experience it. God makes sure we experience it. So it's just as very real, and business is being handled, and things are being carried out, and conversations are being held in that afterlife in that spiritual realm when people depart this world they do not cease to exist they just enter that spiritual realm where they are out of these bodies amen but that is very real that Simeon was likely able to say that because um, you remember when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration right Yes. and when he was up there on this Mount of Transfiguration Moses and Elijah appeared to him. And their words were, we heard. And now Peter witnessed this. <laughs> this Peter, James, and John were up there with Jesus. And they witnessed this and heard it and saw it. They said, we heard, speaking to Jesus, of your demise that you are about to accomplish. Well, how could you hear it? Moses, you died a thousand years ago. Uh, uh, Elijah, you've been dead about 700 years. You guys didn't even hang out together. 
But here you are, and you appear together on the Mount of Transfiguration and say, we heard it's, it's happening right now, and they appeared. This is a whole nother realm of living that should help us to expect more, to hope for more, yeah. and to live above some of this. This world should look pretty petty in comparison to some of these amazing things that happen. Well, one thing, Dr. Simpson, I believe the church, we should be waiting for our Savior to appear with great gladness. Yeah, expectation. Yes, and we should be rejoicing in mm-hmm. it. We should be in anticipation. Of because when I, look, when I looked at this and seen how Simeon said, he says, for my eyes have seen thy salvation. Wow, that was a, this is a touching scene. Yes, he said, I can depart in peace now. And we know that once he leave here and he goes to where all the into Old the Testament presence saints. of the Lord where all where he has gathered, where he has led, like you said, when Jesus got up, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. So leading captivity captive was for all those that had been on that in Abraham's bosom, which was the side of that great gulf you wanted to be on. Yes. Right? Because the other side was torment. So he led all of them into a place. And obviously, there's interaction going on. Because they said, we heard. We heard. So these things are great. These things are great. They're powerful. Let your mind... I, I think we need to just take time to meditate on the greatness of what God's word is really spelling out to us. It'll keep us out of a lot of trouble. I know. I know when Simeon departed in peace. Mm-hmm. I know he had great joy, and then when he went to the the, the, the Old Testament saints, mm-hmm. like you said, in Abraham's bosom, mm-hmm. what what a revelation he can give them. Because yeah, they have been waiting. They have been waiting. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Um, From uh, Abraham all the way up to that point. All, the, all, all of that Old time. And, and they're still waiting. They're still anticipating because remember, um, I think it's in Revelation. They said the souls that were under the altar, you know, the ones that have been martyred. Even there's interaction there. Yes. And they ask, how long will we wait, Lord? You will not avenge our blood. So <laughs> there's so much going on because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not real but we have entered into this realm we're just still in it here on the earth on the planet of earth but we're still members of the body these are all things pertaining to the kingdom yes the kingdom of god so okay like i said we can get caught up we need to calm down so first 30 for my eyes have seen thy salvation and we know what salvation means it means it means deliverance Mm mm-hmm and I looked it up in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in okay. my Bible dictionary. It yeah. says this indicate a connection between God's righteousness and his saving acts. Oh, okay. His righteousness, is, it indicates a what? And it's, it, it indicates a, a connection. Oh, connection between, between God's righteousness. Number one, his righteousness and his acts. So he acts saving, out of his righteousness. His righteousness towards his people. Uh, that's awesome. So Isaiah, I like Isaiah, like you said, Dr. Okay. Seven. Mm-hmm. Isaiah chapter 61, verse mm-hmm. 10, 11, and mm-hmm. I'll read it because I wrote it down. It said, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Mm-hmm. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. That's that covering. Yes. As a bride decades herself with ornaments 
and as a bridegroom adorned himself with mm -hmm. her jewels. Mm -hmm. For as the earth brings forth her bud, and as the garden caused the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. So you know what comes to me um, when the prodigal son had went off, remember? And then when he came back, what did, what did his father do? He told him, kill the fatted calf and bring a robe and cover him. Yes. That's that covering, that royalty, that that adorning, you know. I know he beautifies the meek with salvation. Yes. But there is also uh, an adorning and, you know, we could, we're, we're, we're able to recognize um, priests by their priestly garments, yes. right? And um, we're able to recognize different ones by the parts. Even in the military, you're able to recognize rank and so forth yes. by what they're adorned with. But this is the robe of righteousness. Yes, that he's all the saints going to have. Yeah. Who, who received this awesome plan of salvation mm -hmm. and crown? Yes. So we have to. We have he's to gonna, think about He's going to clothe us. He's going to adorn. He's going to deck us, yes. just like the just like the little girl in the 16th chapter of Ezekiel. He said, "I'm going to clean you and wash you up, though you were cast out in the open field." And he decks them out in fine linen and purple, and decks them in jewels and so forth. This is what God does to adorn us and to place be I mean, he just bestows and lavishes yes. his love on us in so many ways. It's just like a, a husband or a wife that loves her companion or parents that love their children and they lavish them. This yes. is what that is. See, we gotta, we gotta remember, saints, our end is better than our beginning. Oh, God, getting out of this world, yeah. But we got a work to do before yes. we can qualify to get out of here in righteousness. What are you going to close up with is going mm -hmm. to be amazing. So much. It's going to far exceed everything this world can offer. That's why Paul said, I reckon. That the suffering of this present time is not worthy not be to be compared, compared to, to the glory that's going to be revealed, revealed in, in us. us. Glory to his name. First um, 31 says, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people mm -hmm. a light to the Gentile mm -hmm. and the glory of thy people Israel now we know that light to the Gentile means this it means it's a symbol symbolically Okay. in the scriptures light is associated with true knowledge and understanding mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so Isaiah gives us a little bit of understanding of that Okay. Dr. Simpson Isaiah chapter 60 okay in verse 1 through 5. I should have told them to grab your Bibles and your writing utensils. Okay, so 1 through 5. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For, behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the right. Lord shall arise upon thee, and the glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see all that all they gather themselves together. They come to thee, to thy sons shall come 
from far, and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. Verse 5, then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. And, and I think that fear is reverence. Reverence, yes. <laughs> and be enlarged. So I'm, I'm, I'm also encouraged. I'm built up. Um, and, be, and, and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. And forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. So, so you're going to draw. All the Gentile nations are going to yeah. come to this it's great happening. life. It's happening. This salvation, mm-hmm. yes. It's all happening. over all continents, all continents, continents, every single one, every dialect, every every tongue, every kindred of people, every language, every culture, uh, in the remote areas, in the far-reaching uh, parts of the jungle, in places where they yes. can't even get communications, places you can't even drive a car to, but people are living and residing in those places, all far from civilization, and yes. in the depths of civilization, there's all kinds of ignorance and people are void of understanding of the Lord. This is going to reach up. That light is going to shine. And I think we read it last week. He said that they that sat in darkness, in the region of darkness have seen a great light. They that are sitting in darkness. This light is going to extend and it's bringing revelation of the knowledge of God. And it's happening now. Yes, and this is his mission from birth. That's it. See, just oh. appearing, just from uh, all the nations he's, of he's the not Gentiles. Even, he's just over a, what a week and one day old. Yes, and all of this now must fall in place because the the Messiah has entered the world, and so all of these turns of events are placed in motion because now is that time, right? Yes. When the fullness of time was come. Made of a woman born under the law to redeem them that were under the law that they may receive the adoption of sons. And I tell you, I'm learning people in all kinds of countries, idolatrous backgrounds for centuries upon millennials. They're turning to Jesus. You can hear their voices calling the name Jesus. Yes. And you may not even know what they're saying. So this prophecy that Simeon is is given by the Holy Spirit, we see it being fulfilled before our very eyes, Doctor Simpson. I'm glad. I'm just—it's amazing to me. It's astonishing. Verse two, verse thirty-two: A light to lighten the Gentiles, to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory (laughs) of thy people Israel. So, so So now we can't leave out the nation of Israel. So we got Israel and all the Gentiles. Israel still has a lot of deliverance that needs to come. And according to Isaiah, Doctor Simpson, they're going to come to this light. They're going to come and be enlightened. Yes. Mm. So verse thirty-three. Thirty-three. And Joseph and his mother marvelled at these things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which shall be spoken against. And we know the sign is this. The sign is an outward token having a spiritual significance. Mm-hmm. That's an indication. Yeah. This is a clear indication. So he set for the rise and fall of many in Israel? Yes, because of the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Okay. So, let's go to St. John chapter 16. Okay. St. John 16. You want to go ahead and read it? Yes, I will read it. Okay. 
and it's verse three and four. This is the, this for is, your readers, uh, Saint John sixteen verses three and four. And this is a a sign that one of the signs that um, they was talking about. So he goes and it's oh ye hypocrites. He's talking about the Pharisees mm-hmm. and the Saint Sadducees. John sixteen three and verse four. Three oh four four three and four. Yes. 16, 3, and 4. Let me see. Oh, I wrote. Oh, okay. It don't say that. But anyway. Okay, go ahead and read it. Let's see if I can find yeah, it while you're Yeah, that's it. not it. Yeah, that's. But I wrote it. Thank God I wrote it down. Yeah. Okay, it says, Oh, ye hypocrites, mm-hmm. ye can discern the face of the, of the sky, mm-hmm. but ye cannot uh, discern the signs of the time. A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. Mm-hmm. And there shall no sign be given unto it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. Okay. And we know what the prophet Jonah was. He was in the belly of the well for six days. Right. Uh, three days and six nights. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, so shall the son of man be in, in the, the belly of the earth. earth. Heart of the earth. Three days. Three days. Mm-hmm. And that was a sign mm-hmm. that he has given them. And that sign is what? His mission. For him to die and for three days he would be risen up out of the grave with all power. Mm-hmm. I, wrote, I wrote my reference script as well. That's okay. All right, so verse number 34, 35. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also. Speaking of Mary, is he speaking of Mary? That the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also. He was talking about... Um, mm-hmm. Simeon was talking about uh, the rulers of that day. Still prophesying. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's prophesying against the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Matthew chapter 23, verse, it's a lot to read, but you can read that whole scriptures. It's eight woes against the Pharisees. Oh, okay. Because, okay. Of their, okay. because of their doctrine and their teaching. Okay. So he was exposing them. Mm-hmm. So that was the rise and fall but yes. of, of many in Israel. But what about this piercing? A sword shall pierce thine own soul also. It's talking about... Um, They're talking about the word of God and how the word of God will reveal um, who people are. That we the thoughts be, of many hearts may yes. be revealed. Oh, okay. That the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Because we're going to be judged out of things that are written in this book. Yeah. Scriptures. Yeah, and I do want to add that the thoughts of many people's hearts are revealed by what they say and what they do. (laughs) So it's not even a big mystery, and you're not even being deep and spiritual. You you know that? No, you don't have to because you're out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. So you know what you're blabbing out, what you're speaking out, what you're saying. It's in there. It's telling what's in the heart. Yes. And 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 we have to take it. We really do have to humble ourselves and we have to confess it, right? Yes. Yeah. Because if we don't acknowledge it and confess it and admit it, then we're in self-righteousness, right? Yes. But when you start speaking things out of your heart, out of the abundance of the heart, you know, the mouth speaks. The mouth speaks so it's clear. And Jesus Jesus gave you, he, 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 Jesus said what was in the heart. He mm-hmm. spoke some things out that he said it was idolatry, murder. Murders and envies, envy, revelings. And, and witchcraft oh, and idolatry and fornication. So Jesus exposed in his earthly ministry what was in man. In the hearts of men. Yes. See, when, they, when, the, when Jeremiah said the hearts are desperately wicked, he didn't give the details, but Jesus gave the details. More revelation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Murders, envies, revelings, seditions 
fornication. Listen, you will hear all. Yeah, they just want to talk about fornication. They just want to talk about drinking and and all of that. But witchcraft is manipulation and domination and intimidation. And then you get all these other things coming out. The seditions, the hatred. You're murdering people with your mouth and your tongue and words. So we have really got to pull ourselves together. This mission at birth, we can see this is a great mission. This mission is great. For the rise and fall of all those in Israel, and the soul shall pierce thy heart. And so that because of what was going to be revealed, this is a great lesson. So so Luke talks about his mission from mm-hmm. at his birth yeah. and what he would accomplish. Yeah. Now we're going into St. John, where Jesus is going to talk about his mission going to the cross. So I do want to say that St. John is the only one that is not one of the synoptic gospels. And John doesn't have any parables either. The other three have parables. This one doesn't. So everything that you hear out of John is actual occurrences. All right, let's go ahead. So St. John chapter 12, 12, 23, and Jesus answered them saying, the hours come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Mm. So we looked up that word glory means to give glory or to make glorious. Yeah, and actually I think to use without using the word glory to talk about glorified is manifested power. Yes. And it's manifested the, uh, the brilliance, illumination, you know, um, and greatness. So, um, so to give glory is to manifest power. And Jesus would give this glory after mm-hmm. his death. Mm-hmm. So, um, which he did. So I got a couple of scripture reference, of course. Okay. Okay. So Saint John chapter twelve, verse one, okay. and Jesus said this prayer. He said, "Father, mm-hmm. the hours come, mm-hmm. glorify thy son." Mm-hmm. That thy son also may glorify thee. Yes. So yes. now Jesus tells the Father, give me the grace. Manifest your power in me to endure At this. Cross. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Going yes. to the cross. Yeah. And we know Luke talked about it was his passion. Mm-hmm. It, well, it was his passion. It was the week of his passion because we, you know, it's, remember it started by him riding in on what we just read, the colt of an ass. Last week, last week. Yeah, and he's crying over Jerusalem and he's weeping because he knows that even with all that he's doing, still there's going to be great loss. And so, you know, they're casting all these palms down and weeping. Don't cry for me. Don't cry for me. I'm good. But weep for your children because he knows that that weeping and crying and praying brings about deliverance. So also in Romans chapter mm-hmm. 8, okay. this is for the churches for our glory. Romans 8. Verse 14 and 17. Okay. Just 14 and 17, not 14 through 17. 14 oh through God. 17. Look at all these notes I have over here. Romans 8. I love this. Okay. So Romans 8, mm-hmm. chapter 8, verse 14 and 16. It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, uh-huh. they are the sons of God. Those are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, right. but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Mm-hmm. The Spirit itself bears witnesses with our spirit that we are the children of God. We are the children. And the children, we're heirs. Heirs. And if we're heirs, and we're heirs of God. And joint heirs, heirs with, with Christ. Jesus Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, with him, that we may be glorified together. Yeah. That's the church. That's you got, it's two parts of this thing, okay? Yes. You got you want the glory, but you gotta suffer. And see, Christ mm-hmm. 
this is part of his mission too, is to glorify his body, his church, to give us the Holy I Spirit. if I suffer, remember that song? If I suffer, I'll gain eternal life. Eternal life. Yeah. I got a crown waiting for me. Oh, yeah. And it's I a glorified crown. crown. righteousness and a robe. And it faded not away. Hallelujah. It's an incorruptible crown. Incorruptible. Amen. All right, verse number. 24 of the lesson. Barely, barely. Barely, barely mean truly, truly. Or surely, surely. And when he said twice, it means it's a guarantee. Pay attention. That's listen, right. listen now. Okay. I say unto you, except a corn of wheat. Now, this is critical. That's why he says it twice. Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it die, it bring forth much fruit. So he's talking about here, Dr. Simpson, mm-hmm. the way his death would be. Mm-hmm. Because when a corn, as you know, mm-hmm. or, or any kind of seed. That, that God has put a commandment in. Yes. But if you have, say like if I have a bunch of a grain of corn mm-hmm. and it's laying on my table, it's yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. But now let's I take it and plant it in soil. And then something miraculous happens. Yes. And God has put a commandment in that seed if the conditions are right. And it is in good soil, right? You got to be in good ground. Then it's going to germinate, and not only germinate, but it's going to come forth. And it is going to come back not just this one; it's going to be multiplied. Yes. You will never get a plant with just um, the ability to produce once. Yes. It will be able to produce, and that which it produces will be able to produce and yes. continue. And that's the way the gospel is supposed to go. Yes. And that's why he used an ear of corn, because you could get an ear of corn. A very good Every example. one of those seeds. Kernels. Kernels. Mm-hmm. If it dies. But seed. then it has to be planted. And Christ mm-hmm. talked about how he will be planted. Mm-hmm. With suffering on the cross, mm-hmm. great affliction. That's the fall to the ground and die. Yes, that's the death. That's mm-hmm. why I said twice. If it dies. Listen, listen, he's listen, listen and hear this. Don't miss this part. Because you can go to the Something. store and buy a pack of seeds and that seed is dead. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you say, Dr. Simpson, and get planted in the ground to germinate. In right in right condition. And rise back up. Mm-hmm. And this is what Christ said. That's why I'm saying, listen, I, I, the death has to come of this one seed in order for many to be brought it forward. It has to come, of course. So it's worth it. It's going to be a very sad thing. It's going to look like it's very, a sad thing, but it's a very good thing. Yes. Yes. And all in right. his death, which was written in Isaiah, he would fulfill mm-hmm. it all. Yep. And verse number 25. He that loveth his life shall lose it. Yeah. He that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. For if any man, yeah, so for if any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. Mm -hmm. If any man serve me, him will my father honor, bring glory to. But St. Luke, Dr. Simpson, gives us a little bit more uh, in that. Okay, let's go to Luke. What verse? What chapter? Chapter 9. 9 and what verse? Verse 23 through 26. 23 through 26 says of 9, And he said unto them, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily, daily. and follow me. I want to put underline that word 
daily mm-hmm. students. It should be a pattern. Daily. It should be a pattern. Every day we got to mm-hmm. pick up our cross and follow him. Go ahead. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. So for righteousness sake and the gospel's sake, mm-hmm. we lose it for that. But yeah. what we believe in, mm-hmm. we're going to save it. That means denying, you know, all these um, pleasures, these self-satisfaction um, and aggrandizement and, and um, you know, satisfying yourself with the things of this world. He said, you got to hate this world. So you can't be so attached yes. and you can't uh, have so many, so many plans. I can't tell you how disturbed I've been. When I meet patients as a hospice chaplain of people that have no plans for eternity, that have no connection or association with God, it is astonishing. I'm just glad for the way that I was raised. So, but those are people that have loved this world. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I throw this in there? I met one patient. They never talked about God. They had been married 50 years, never talked about God. On their 50th wedding anniversary, they planned they were going to go to a beautiful place on the earth. I'm not going to name it because I don't want any way of associating. They had actually reached that 50th anniversary. Everything was paid for. They were going to be in that place for an entire month. Mm -hmm. Guess what? On the way to the hospital, I'm on the way to the airport. Yes. He had a stroke. Mm. He went into ICU, laid there in that bed for a week, and died. Never saw the end of those plans, but he loved this world. And the wife told me, we didn't, I said, what was his association? She said, we didn't, we didn't talk about God. I said, not ever. She said, never. We thought we were going to live forever. So I'm sorry, but I had to throw that in because people love this world. All right, verse number 25. He goes and said, For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world right. and lose himself or be cast away? My God. Judgment. Gain this whole world. You got everything you wanted here. And you stand before the judgment of Christ. And there's an eternity before you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you've been cast away. And you've been cast away. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed. When he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's, I'm talking about his glory and his Father's father's glory, glory, and of the the holy holy angels. angels. Yes. That's going to be a... We have to wear wear this world like a loose garment, Dr. Simpson. I think Malachi said it's going to be a great and terrible day. It's going to be great for some, terrible for others. Terrible in in the awesomeness. The display of God's power is just beyond fathom. When God displays it just a little, we can tremble and die. Just think about Mount Sinai. Yes. Yeah. All right, we got to finish this lesson. That's the last verse. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Yes. God is going to honor you. And people can honor you. You know, you get honors in this life. But when God honors you, he bestows, he lavishes goodness on you. Yes, your glory. This is unbelievable. Can you imagine standing for God? He gives you a, a... 
the crown of life. And tells you, enter ye in. Blessed of the Father. Blessed of God. Blessed of God. Into my glory. Enter into my rest. This is that eternal rest. And that's the rest we're looking for. We're striving for. We love God for. Mm -hmm. Great revelation God gives us in the scripture. Now we know Jesus wasn't. We don't have the actual date that Jesus was born on. So let's drop that argument. But this is a day that we have come together as the um, body of Christ to commemorate the fact that he came into the world. And so let us celebrate with that in mind and, and uh, that it was a mission, mission. from birth. And the first order, one of the first orders of business, one of the first orders, because so much had happened up until now, right? The angels yeah. in the field and so forth. But so much, one of the first orders on this mission was to give Simeon that great consolation. Yes. And then he got to embrace him and say, Oh, Father, let the servant depart in peace. peace. Well, amen, Elder. We can thank God for this lesson. Let us go ahead and close out. Yes. Now unto him that is able to to keep keep you from falling falling and to present present you faultless before the presence of his glory with with exceeding joy. To the, the only, only wise God, God our Savior, be glory, glory majesty, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. And we say in Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, God bless you. Join us again next week for another episode of Reset Forever Ministries podcast. God bless. <laughs>